What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. This episode of the Fatherhood's Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Fatherhood's Podcast. Uh, before, because I always, I, every time you're not on, Kay, I always forget to mention this. So I'll say it straight off top. EFN will not be able to join us today. I know. I'm sad too. Oh, got that's, that's got flu vibes. Yeah, yeah. Him and the family are down for the count. So hopefully he's uh feeling well, getting better. Um, but we'll we'll carry on without him. But I think we got a first for today. Yeah, so today actually um a listener reached out to us on IG. So by the way, if you don't follow us on IG, please take a second, tap in at fly dad. I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. <laughs> at fatherhoods pod. H double O D S P O D um on IG. And so we'll get into having him introduce himself, but he reached out with I think uh, an issue that we've all experienced here on the podcast. And I know many dads that listen to us have probably had a similar one. Yeah, I think we were talking about uh, somehow we were talking about it and then it resonated with him and he chimed in. So yeah, I think it was the Black Moon episode. That okay, we had. that's right. That yeah, it the, was. It was the Black Moon episode. Yeah, our, yeah. our throwback. Yeah, a throwback. Yeah. So, so we invited him on just to chop it up and talk about um the experience of like raising your kids away from your your core family, right? Like a lot of us, we either move to different states, different countries, different parts of town, and it becomes difficult to like get with our nucleus or like th- those people that we usually depend on in our families or friends to be able to help us out in a bunch of different things. Um, so I'll turn it over to you, Sean. Why don't you come introduce yourself and like let the people know what you're about? Sure, yeah. Um, long-time listener, really, um, for a minute. You know, I, I found you guys on, on IG, you know, following Drink Champs and FN or whatever, you know. Um, and I just, you know, uh, I should have introduced myself first, right? I do these things <laughs> often. I always forget. I'm Sean, right? Uh VFX Sean on IG. Um, I'm a visual effects artist, project manager. I work in TV and movies, uh, currently overseeing the Star Trek universe for CBS, oh. um, project managing um, the visual effects, at least for it. Um, big yeah, into that. EFM would love to hear that, actually, because he's a big, like, <laughs> Star Wars, guy. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's into it too. He's into it, too, but we'll chop it up on him too, man. Hopefully, peace to his family, him and his family. I hope they get on a mend, you know, and yeah. uh, we'll be able to do it again sometime. But uh, but yeah, you know, I was I was you know when when you dropped that that throwback episode, you know, I was it was actually one of my favorite episodes because I love I love how fucking raw Buckshot is, right? Yeah, like Buckshot to me is like how I am as like a father. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people don't really understand that, like that that you know he's got an aggressive nature about him and I kind of do the same. I have the same way, you know, not, not aggressive in a way that we don't, we don't, you know, mince like words. Direct? We say it. Yeah. We direct, we say it how it is, you know? 
Um, so when I was re-listening to the episode, you know, I, I you know, I, FN has said something about, you know, him being, you know, him and his lady being away from family and not having that. So they had to split the responsibilities. And that really touched on it because, you know, that's something that has been an issue for me. You know, I've been out in L.A. since like 2010, you know, and, you know, me and my wife, you know, we we have no family at all really here um you know we got some friends or whatever but we don't have like a um there's no structure you know some people who live at home and they live in the same town for their whole lives or whatever or you know they grow up there and they never leave they have like their aunts and uncles their grandparents and stuff like that and i think that the dynamic is very different when you when you don't have that you know you have to learn how to do things differently and parent differently you know at least at least for me that's what that's what i kind of you know have have been having to do you know yeah. And, and I, I listen to you guys almost religiously because there's always there's always some gems in there that like like, look, like I'm a I'm a dude who I never had a father. I don't know my father. You know, like I had a, I don't know how to be a father. I, I learned how to be a father from listening to podcasts and reading books. You know what I mean? And like learning, learning by mistakes, you know. So so for me, like, you know, when I hear when I listen, you know, this podcast has been great for me because. You know, I'm I'm a hip hop head. You know, I love the culture. I've loved the culture since I was, you know, you know, tiny, you know what I mean? Like, like, that's just, that's just how it's been, you know? So, so finding this podcast, that was a mixture of like hip hop flavor and, and, and like real, like real talk, fucking parenting, like not like fluffy bullshit that you might get on another podcast, you know, like it resonates with me, you know, because the gems that are there, like are practical, you know, for my life, you know what I mean? And I think that, I think that, you know, I always tell people about, it, especially, you know, people that I, that I fuck with, cause that are that are fathers and in hip hop because I feel like that there's a lot of us that are like that you know didn't have fathers or you know trying to find our way as parents you know it, but yeah, that, that's the an, episode it's an unfortunate reality and and, and Kay I mean I, I turn it over to you like you want to share some uh, some of your experiences and just some of your thoughts uh, well the, my my first thought is the fact that you re listened to a throwback episode <laughs> is the shit. <laughs> So that that shows that you're uh, a true listener. So I appreciate appreciate yeah. that as well. Um, but no, I, I I think we all are in the same boat, and that's kind of why we started this and to, to share the information um, specifically with what you're going through. I think we've all been there. I know you know Manny. You, you bounced around. I know when we had our son, uh, you know, we were in LA. And and we did not have uh, uh, immediate immediate family very close by. Um, in, you know, either it's some hours away or it's a flight away. Or um, so yeah, learning to in a way in a way it's um, I kind of look at it like it's been a good thing because it really made us try to figure out like okay how you know we really got to be. On our A game, you know what I mean? Because because yeah. I've seen I've seen flip sides where there's enough family around close by where that almost um you know folks become spoiled and they just drop their yeah. kids off left and right. And it's like parents I'm, don't got a parent, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you got you know, you got the grandparents practically raising the kids and stuff because yeah. you that you just have that at your disposal. And if you're not really thinking if it's weird, I'm like, damn, really. <laughs> you're gonna take advantage that much yeah yeah no i feel the same way i you know i got i got homies and friends who you know they don't really understand like i can't go and do the same things they do sometimes you know like i can't i don't i don't go out and and do things like the way they do because i don't have baby like i don't 
and I, and like we're the kind of people who like we're we're so tight knit that like we don't like I'm not gonna do like care.com and have some stranger come fuck with my kids, you know, like yeah. nobody's gonna take care of my kids, but 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 me, you know what I mean? Like I don't even like if I'm being completely honest, I don't even like my kid being at school eight hours a day. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know what they're doing there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I we don't know, you know. I mean, we know, but like, you know, there's always an unknowingness of what they're learning from other kids and what the other influences are, you know. Once the kids yeah. are outside of your house things things you know affect them and they see things and experience things that they might not that we might not be in line with you know but like i would never have like i can't do the care.com or nothing and i don't i don't find it as like a hindrance either though you know i know some people you know some people some of my people are like yo why don't you just get a babysitter lead them with a neighbor or whatever and i'm just like bro what i look like leaving my my daughter who's <laughs> right. you know, 10 years old with some yeah. you know what i mean like even my neighbors like the people who are around me like i've got a you know, I mean, we, we can get into this a little bit later on, too. But like, I've got I've got a little bit of a core of like, there's some dads that I met. Like, I know me and Manny talked in DM about finding dads and stuff. And I have a, that to an extent. But like, it's not somewhere where I'm like, I'm com- even even some of the people who I'm comfortable with. Like, it's not like I'm gonna leave my daughter to go hang out. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. not the same. Like, if it's an emergency, like, I, God forbid right. something happens, then yes, for sure. Like, hey, can can you just watch it for a little bit? Like, you know, my daughter stayed with a neighbor when we when my second daughter was born, you know, my, my I got a second daughter, I got a 10 year old and I got, you know, uh, a second daughter who's going to be two. Um, and when the second daughter was born, you know, she was in uh, uh, what they call NICU for a little while. So I had my my older daughter stay with like my best friend who's here with me. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the person that I have who is, you know, there for me. He's my boss. He's my like my mentor. And like the dude who who I've been with for the over a decade, just you know, we that's how we can we're family, you know. So in a sense, I do have that, but that's more of like um um it's not like I would never I would never be like, yo, can you watch my daughter so I can go do X, Y? You know, that's, that's right, not the right. situation, you know. Like I would never do that, you know. Right. And, and so seeing people do that is weird to me too, you know. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about this in the DM, but like, and I think we all of us here um probably have the same sentiment, which is like, yo, the the trust. The issue with trusting freely, I'm pro- among the three of us on this podcast. I'm probably the most trusting, I would say, among us. But even with something like so intimate and like important as your kids, it's really challenging. So- something as simple as like a play date, mm-hmm. right? Like knowing yeah. that they're going to go somewhere for an extended period of time and then come back at some point, you know, not that far in the- into the future, is there's a lot you got to contend with and think about and like. I try not to put too much like negativity in my head to like dissuade me from doing something, but there's a lot of reality that you have to have to like filter in and, and kind of weigh. Right. And so like I live in a neighborhood where I'd say the majority of people are very cool appear that way. Right. Like nice. And I think in most neighborhoods you've probably come across the same, but then when it, when, you know, like somebody will come and be like, yo, can our kids, you know, get together and play. I'm just like, my 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 immediate reaction is one of like yo let's see yeah yeah no, no and then i have this this struggle it's like yo i know my kid would enjoy that they would appreciate doing that how well do i know these people know them fairly well like i feel like comfortable with it so then we make the decision and we do it and it's fine like it's yeah. never have had an issue but i understand because i've been there especially with my eldest because it was new right it's like yo yeah. She's 15 now, but when she was eight, we wasn't doing no play dates. <laughs> right. Like, we yeah, was like sleepovers and nothing like that. Like no, no. to this, oh, to this day, 
to this day, we don't fuck with the sleepovers. Yeah, yeah we don't fuck nah. with the sleepovers. I don't fuck with the sleepovers, man. Nah. And it's not, and I know that sounds horrible, like, because, like, I know that sounds like, oh, well, you don't, you don't trust the people that you fuck with, but, like, that's not really what it is, man, you know, like, it's not, it's not about, it it goes beyond trust, you know, this is more of, like, a, a, and, you know, I just saw something, I just saw something on the, on the gram, like, 20 minutes ago before this call, and um, it was, it was a question that, that this dude posed, and he was, like, the difference between people who are, um, raised with love as opposed to people who are raised on survival. Right. And I think that there's a, there's a fucking, like, there's a huge difference in how people who are raised in love, like my kids are being raised with love now and support and understanding. And, you know, at least I, f- I hope, I hope they feel that way. You know what I mean? But like, we're raising them and like, we want them to go to good schools and want them to go, man, I wasn't raised that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I was, I was, I mean, you know, God bless my mother, but like, she was on her own, you know, even, even though we had family around, like I was wild. I was in the streets at like 11. You guys know, right? Like, I mean, like East coast, New York city, like at like 11, you're out there 12, 13 years old. Like you're, you're at that age already. You're like in it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, right. especially if you're from the hood, right? Like if you're from the hood, like you, you are exposed to, to things that like are not normal to 85, 90% of, of people across the country. You know what I mean? Like, like you're exposed to things and you have to, you have to, you learn to learn, you learn things faster than you should at those ages. Right. So like that survival that, that some of us have is very different than being raised with love, you know? And I think that, that it, it dictates every aspect of your life moving forward, mm-hmm. you know? And I can say that from experience that every decision in my life till this day is based off of a survival mentality, right? Like, I do, I don't have the I don't have the luxury of like sitting back and chilling and you know like thinking about like I, I can't think about oh I can't wait till I retire I'm gonna go to the Bahamas like I can't like I'm trying to you know pay my bills and make my make my dude I'm surviving now right like I can't you know and I think that that's why some of us at least from my experience guys like me like we have problems with like saving for the future and doing that. That's why, that's why I like, like the shirt I'm wearing. Right. I, I thought Jordan's in a gold chain was living it up. Right. Like <laughs> we still have that mentality at 40 years old. I still have that mentality. You know what I mean? Because, because that's, that's all, you know, right. You yeah. know, whereas opposed to like, you know, as somebody who's really, like my daughter, for instance, who she's 10 now, like I can see it in her that she's so different personality wise. She views the world differently. You know, she understands that she, she has the safety net of love and protection and like, you know, of resources you know what i mean i think i think that that has a lot to do with the mentality of like not it's not really a not trusting it's more of like a survivalist mentality i feel like you know because when you say not trusting right like i feel like that kind of the negative connotation of people right like oh you don't trust anybody you know it's true you know what i mean it's true and i think you're right though i think that's probably a better way to um to describe it because when i say i don't trust it is more from a survival mentality right it's like i can't I can't allow myself, at least historically, I'm not that way as much anymore, but it's kind of in my roots. It's like, right. yo, if I put myself out there and allow myself to be, to, to feel trust in for, of these people or in this environment, I might get got or I might yeah. get played or whatever. So I, that's me just like holding it close to the vest, right? Yeah. I, chalk, I, I chalk it up also as, as opposed to trust is more of, I, I look at like, all right, my child is my number one priority that trumps all at this point. So I got to listen to my gut 
And even if it's going to be overprotective or whatever, I got to do what I feel f- makes me feel comfortable. And if that means, you know, coming off looking like an, uh, an ass or, or untrustworthy or whatever, and so yeah. be it. Because that, you know, my main, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for my main priority here. Yeah. So how do you, Sean, um, just, I guess, getting back to that original, like, feeling, I, I can't say that you feel alone, but you guys are effectively alone operating just as your nuclear family. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not having the, the, the freedom or the reliance on other family members or, or a deep set of friends. So like, what are the challenges that you experience with that? And like, like what are the pros and cons in your world? I think, I think for me, you know, like the, the biggest thing that I see, and I don't know if it's a challenge. I think it's, and it may be more of a me thing than the kids. It might be, some of these things are probably more of us than they are our children feeling these things. But like, you know, when my kid comes home and they, they're talking about how their friends are at their grandmother's house or whatever, or they might see a TV show and they see like, you know, we watch like, you know, you see these family TV shows and they see these families together and the grandparents and the cousins and stuff like that. And we don't have that, you know? And for me, like, it's more me feeling bad. I think like, I want, I like, I wish, I wish that, you know, my, my mother was here or, you know, my wife's mother, whatever it is, you know, like, I wish they had that. So for me, I feel like I, in my mind, I'm always wondering if like my kids will feel enough love like can i give them enough like you know what i'm saying like they might see like when like they don't have grandparents that are going to come pick them up and take them to disneyland no 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 shit like that you know whereas like when when in our so let me let me preface that first though with i live in a real nice area outside of los angeles right i i you know we're in an apartment building of course you know what i mean but but like we live in a nice suburb area right it's super safe you know, the kids play, the neighbors hang out, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a different, so we see that more than the opposite. And I think that is really when it, what it boils down to for me, right? Like, cause if it was like, if it was a lot of people and like, if we all lived in the projects, for instance, and everybody had that, it, you know, cause when I came up in, in the hood, when I came up in the projects, right? Like everybody had the same experience, you know, but what I find now is that we are having different experiences inside my home as opposed to what everybody else is having, right? Like me and my wife talk differently to our kids. We interact differently with our kids. Where you know, like we don't do Santa Claus and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like we don't, that's not a thing, you know? Like I work hard, we're buying you these presents. You know what I mean? Like we tell me what you want, we gonna, we gonna hook it up. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the thing. And we, you know, we see all these other people celebrating with their families and they're doing these things. And it's, it's very different. I think because it's, it seemingly looks so different. My brain is like, oh man, I wonder if like, maybe, maybe they might feel like they're lacking something in our family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really the, that's really why I hit you guys up because I was like, is there any other episodes that references these experiences that you guys had? Like, are you guys feeling that or seeing that kind of thing too? You know, you know how, you know how I reference it all in my head is in, in, my wife and I say this out loud to my son when, cause he'll bring up stuff about like, Oh, well, you know, my friends have a phone or, you know, they're going on trips or they're doing, you know, they're, or they're allowed to go do a sleep or whatever it is. Right. Cause, cause the kids are always going to do the comparisons. Yeah. And, and what we always strike back with is that, doesn't matter what they do. This is how we run our family, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
fuck your friends, B. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm saying right there, man. Right. Yeah, your the, friends don't live here, bro. You know what I mean? This is this is how we are. This is how our family yeah. operates, right? Yeah. And you know, if you can continue to compare, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna feel lack or whatever when 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 that's not really the case so it's more about and even just to, for ourselves it's more about reminding ourselves like you know everyone's got a different situation and so so as our own family as our own unit you know this is how we're this is how we are these are our circumstances or this is how we're choosing to to live life and, and, and make things go. So, um, you know, I think, I think not just the, the kids comparison, but sometimes we have to check ourselves on the comparison too. Right. Because, because, you know, you mentioned it before that they might not even be thinking yeah, uh, that they're lacking or anything, or how come this is different or whatever, but, you know, as parents, as parents who are thinking about this stuff, sometimes we can overthink ourselves and, and, and feel like, you know, we're not doing enough when in fact, you know, we are, we're just, you know, again, this, this is the way that our lives are, are, are working. And this is how we, our unit moves. Man, that's, I, a, good, that's such a good point, man. I'll share. And, and Sean, you said you have a 10 year old and a two year old daughter, right? Yeah. 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 So I, I have the advantage as far as like having gone through some of these things and like seeing in, at least in my, in my world, how, how it's come, you know, what the results have been so my 15 year old daughter for so we have family in florida we have family here in new york um and then we've got family kind of scattered in different pockets um here on the east coast and so we when we lived in miami she was very close to her family in miami and it's large enough she has cousins like it was like a good like mix so kind of some of the stuff that you think you know might be lacking my daughter had right yeah. and so she actually was able to experience that mm-hmm. and we moved to cali all of that was gone right oh. and so we were we were afraid moving to california because we were like yo this might be traumatic for this kid like going yeah. from a ton of family to zero yep and she adapted and i think a lot of it is just her personality versus like this is common but in our case it worked out right and so then she was still like, yo, can we go see them? Like, can we make trips, whatever? And we would do what we could to make it back and like kick it. Right. With but it wasn't something we were doing every year. Right. right, so right. Then fast forward, we moved to New York. A few years after we were here, like she's, you know, growing. She still has that connection, still wants to keep that connection. And we facilitated through, you know, FaceTime and all that stuff. Yeah. But now after she entered high school, like she's at a point in her life where she, she, not that she doesn't care for that family or want to be more close to that family, but I think it's additive. Like she appreciates this close knit unit that we are and has no issue with us being moving and doing what we do. Right. And and she still gets to enjoy her family when the opportunities present themselves, but it's not like, and I don't want to use the word addiction, but like when she was younger, it was like, she, she was like pushing hard for it. Right. Yeah. And it just wasn't available. So she adapted. So all that long-winded way of saying, like, my gut would say, given my experience, like, you're probably doing everything right when it comes to, like, providing. Because I think you would have heard something by now if there was something significantly lacking. 
And the fact that they see these symbols in other places of let's call it Santa Claus or grandparents or cousins and all that stuff. Like I feel like the friends that they start to develop, that's why I know, I know you said like, you're not even too sure you you're cool with them being eight hours in school. Right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I get that. That's real. That's yeah. real. Yeah, man. But you at know? the same time, it means to me, schools are some of the worst places. That's uh-huh. why. Yeah. You know I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I've experienced some of the worst things in school. I've seen, I mean, all the bad things you hear, a lot of the times you turn on the news, nine, eight out of 10 times, it's something bad and it's originating from school. You know what I mean? Like, like we just had around the corner, you know, the middle school that all her friends are going to go to, like uh, a bunch of kids brought, you know, weed edibles and, you know, they were oh, all, they were all jacked up like 10 yeah. kids. You know what I mean? Like, and here's, here's the thing. So that's, a, that's a, I don't want to get off track, but that's, that's an, that's a situation where I'm like, you definitely ain't going to that motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And my wife, my wife is like, my wife, she had a like, she's like, yo, like, yeah, she's, she's on board. She's like, we don't want to send her there either. But at the same time, she's like, what the fuck was you doing in middle school? You know? And I think about, I think about, you know, 12, 13, I don't, here's, here's a little fact at a four years of middle school, I went to middle school in Ridgewood and, uh, out of four years of, of, the, of that middle school, I went 180 days. I went less than one one whole school year because wow. I was in the street. I was in a park across the street from the school. I was with the older cats. I was drinking. I was learning how to smoke cigarettes. I was doing stuff like that. So when I think about that, it, it in the perspective, it doesn't it doesn't. I understand how that could happen in a middle school, right? But at the same time, I, I want to like I don't want that to ever touch my kid you know what i mean like i don't ever want her like i don't i'm not proud that like i i was a degenerate not and you know i say it like that but like i'm not proud that i was that kid you know i'm not proud that of the stuff that i did coming up you know i mean none of us are right i mean most of us are not proud of the of the of the stuff that we had to do to survive or to whatever it was you know so when i see that that's that's the that's my thing with schools, man. <laughs> All of that to say that's my problem with schools. You don't hey, know what's going on, you know. Hey, Manny, to 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 just to go back to your point a few minutes ago, and I think just to sum that other piece up is that I, I do think that having you know, let's say, lack of extra family around, I think it it'll pay off in the long run because it creates it creates a certain closeness when when you know you're the you're the unit right you're the you're the focal piece and and really when you think about the kids when they're younger you know think about when they ask you to like play with them hang out with them all that kind of stuff and even if you're tired or sometimes it's like oh man i got other stuff to do but then but then it's like well damn they really like being with us <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm saying they like yeah. hanging out with us and that's a great thing and then i think that like creating that close bond is something that I'm hopeful because we have a real tight family. I mean, we're very, you know, it's essentially the three of us, right? And so it it creates that super close bond that I'm hoping lasts and continues on. And, you know, that early establishment of that that close bond, which and and sounds like that's, you know, that's how you're living. So maybe that maybe that's a good thing for I, you. I do see that too. I see that too. That's a really good point too cuz I see that in 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 both my daughters right now, you know. You know, my wife, man, she's she's an incredible mother, man, you know, and and she she works really hard at 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 really she's got a real good bond with these kids, you know. I like I said, like my mom, I love my mom, but you know, I've seen a lot of good mothers, but like my wife is she is one of the above and beyond people, you know, and and 
we learn from each other. And, and even for me, like me and my, my oldest daughter, we, we golf almost every weekend. Like that's our thing. We like to go and hit the golf course, you know, and we go to this tiny little golf course near us. It's good for kids, you know, but she wants to do that. And all we, we go out there, I drink beers, we listen to hip hop and we golf and we talk, you know what I mean? Like, that's what we do. And, and she, she will sometimes, so there'll be, there'll be some Sundays where I'm tired, you know? And I'm like, you know, I don't know if I want to do it. And, and seeing her wanting to do it, you're right. And I get up and I get in there because I, I feel that it, I feel that, that she wants to spend that time, you know? And so, so I do, I hope, I hope that it pays dividends, but you know, when you're in it, you don't see it, you yeah. know? And you're you make it, it and you make, and you make it a bigger thing than it likely really is. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's just human nature. Like we, we get caught up in our own shit and then it projects out and that's, it becomes this massive thing. But like I said, like I just read your kids, man, like just, check on how they move and what kind of pain points subtly pop up and like address them. Your 10 year old is going to be easier because you can actually have conversations with her more effectively. Right. So like, I, I don't, I don't discount in any way, like having frank conversations, like direct conversations, like, yo, how you feeling? Yo, yeah. what's going on in school? Oh, what do you see? Like, like not necessarily directly be like, yo, are you lacking family? Obviously, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but there's things that you could like tease and, and bring yeah. into discussion to see, could get a pulse. Yeah. And I do that too. Cause like, like I said, I learned how to be a father from like books and like apps and shit, you know? And I got, I got like an app on my phone that gives me questions to ask her when she gets out of school, like, Hey, you know, who made you laugh today? What, what bored you today? You know, shit like that. Because like, I feel like it's important. Nobody asked me that shit as a kid. Nobody in my entire life. Nobody was like, nobody ever said, Hey, how are you doing? As, as a kid, no one, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, you guys might feel the same way. Like, I think there was a culture when we were coming up. I mean, I, you guys are probably around the same age as me. You know, I'm, I just turned 40. Like, I think there was a culture where like, we were in the fuck we, they would parents let us do whatever we wanted to generally, you know, like we was out there. Nobody ever asked us. And nobody ever asked me for sure. Anything like that. You know what I mean? Yo, share share that share that app. I think it might be helpful to other people too. What's the yeah? It's it's the Hardy app. H e a r t y. What up? Yeah, H e a r t y. And there's like, you know, activities and stuff. There's like ideas that you could do, and and there's this one section about about the day where it says like it's like how to start conversations, you know, and it's like. You know, they give you these prompts, like, you know, how, how was your day? How, if you had to rate your day from one to 10, how was your day? You know, that kind of stuff. And I find it real helpful. You know, what's the, what's the hardest thing that you did today? You know, I find that helpful because mm. if you ask your kid, Hey, how was your day? Good. So, yeah, how many yeah. times <laughs> you, your kids come out of school and you're like, Hey, how'd you, what'd you do today? I don't know. Yeah. They don't want to, they, they, they yeah, want to decompress. <laughs> that's exactly right. They want to yeah. come home. They want to get on an iPad. They want to chill. They want to, they want to just the same way we get out of work. Right. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, this app, you know, this app I've just started, you know, not, not a long, not too long ago. And it's, it's really been beneficial because I was having a, I was real frustrated guys. Like I was like, I, every day, every day, yo, how was school? And I was good. It was good. Everything's great. Uh, what did you do? Well, I don't know. We did, you know, this, and it was like this, like, it was like pulling teeth, trying to like feel you out, you know, like yeah. trying to figure out, you know? So I, I really having specific questions to ask has made a huge difference because I think that it's, it makes it easier for them to, to reciprocate the information or like to, to, because it's, it's the same thing. If you ask me, how was my day? I'm going to tell you the same thing. I oh, was good. You know, whatever. I'm not going to be like, no, right. you know, like, 
you know, Peter really pissed me off today. You know, I'm not going to tell you that because that's not really that. That was like a small minute of the day where I, I might not even be in my brain at the end of the day. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hardy app. It's good stuff. That's dope. A question for you. So like going back to like the beginning of, of fatherhood for you and, t- and given some of the stuff you shared, like you mentioned, like you didn't have a father, like you figuring out fatherhood is an ongoing thing. Like it is for all of us. But you didn't really, it sounds like you didn't really have a reference point, right? No, not at all. So, like, when you found out that you were having your daughter, what was was life? Okay. I was shook. I was real shook. Because, you know, I, man, I have a, I know this podcast ain't about that, but I had a real, real bad, real, real hard upbringing. Like, like. I was homeless with my mom, you know, like, like my stepfather was very, very abusive, very violent. You know, I had no zero point. I had a negative point of reference. I don't know how to be, I, to to this day, I don't know. I'm still learning how to be a man, how to be a husband to my wife, how to be, you know what I mean? Like I, at 40 years old, I'm still learning these things every day because I have, I had negative reference for this, right? you know? And, and I, I think, I think that when, when, you know, we, when we got pregnant, you know, with, with my, my first daughter, I was man fear strucking. Cause I was like, man, like, what if, what if I make those mistakes? What if, what if, you know what I mean? Like I, I was never that person, but what if, like, I, I was not a good person my entire life. You know me and my wife been together over 20 years. We were high school sweethearts, you know, and, and we've been through it, you know, anything you could think of in a relationship, we done been through it, you know? And we're still here, you know, and there were times where I was like, what if, what if I don't, I don't know how to parent. I don't know how to, I don't know what, what is this going to change? What is this going to, like, it was, it really, it really blew me up, you know, and I I wound up, I'm telling you, I bought like a stack of books, you know, and I was just, I was just reading them, you know, just trying to go through them, just trying to, and, you know, I would reach out to, you know, I was in group homes and stuff, man, you know growing up in a system and, and I would reach, I reached out to counselors that, who, who showed me love, you know, when I say I didn't really know how to be a man, that's not true. That's, that's actually a disrespectful thing to say, man. Shout out St. John's group home, man, Rockaway, the place I ended up at last. Like I learned a lot about being a man from those men counselors there. They, Mm. you know, not so much as, you know, they were, they were counselors. It wasn't like we were in there as a family, but, but I learned a lot of like, a lot of life skills from them that I think translated into being a parent a little bit. And, and, and because of that, I was able to thankfully still reach out and be like, yo, like I need, I need some help. I need some advice, you know, like, like, you know, and, and of course they were, they were so gracious to me. That's, that's the thing, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, my, my family included, you know, they don't, they don't really, sometimes I get kind of misunderstood because I have this, energy right but it's because you know i was you know my the way i came up was in you know kind of a a, an interesting place of queens like like that ridgewood maspeth area you know i was born in brooklyn i grew up in this area and then when i went into the system and i was involved like I, i i then we went to the hood and things changed for me right like i went from like living in like a primarily italian neighborhood to really being in it you know so I, all of these things I learned, I learned from, from black men, from, from my brothers who are my brothers till this day. Like those are the dudes who I, I wish, I wish that I was closer to them, you know, logistically, because 
I would have them to lean on, you know, and I talk to them all the time because they, a lot of them had kids when they were younger and they have been through this, you know, but the problem with that is like a lot of the times they had kids when they were younger and at a point when, when you have kids, when you're very young, like you don't really, it's the, the perspective is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're, when you're in it, in it like that, like it's, it's very, and you guys, I'm sure you guys have seen that. So for me, I would go back to, I would go back and I would get this advice and that's what, that's what I did in the beginning. You know, I, I read these books and I, I would, I would try to seek out, you know, counsel where I could, you know, because I, I didn't, I didn't know, man, I was shook for real. That's the best word for it because I was, I'm still shook, you know, with my new daughter, you know, like I, I, I'm hoping she's so different than, than my first, my first daughter's calm, chill, laid back, super, this one, even, even at almost two, she's buck wild man like like fucking buck wild dude and i'm like this is this is me for sure this is (laughs) you know what i mean so like i i I don't know man just still learning you know i but i still have that fear you know i I don't think the fear has ever gone away you know it's funny how raising kids can be or just dealing with kids can be scarier than being in a shootout or something yeah, like that. So, yeah, <laughs> word life, bro, for real. Like the scariest, dude. You know, I mean, I felt the same way. I mean, I'm, and I know you guys probably have some of this thing too, you know, being in, in a professional environment as opposed to, you know, like if you come up a certain way, once you get like, like if somebody piss you off in the office, you can't just fucking rock their shit and walk. You know what I mean? Like you can't. I almost I'm, did one yeah. time. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Yo, it, cause it's real like that, right? Like, cause you gotta, you have to learn how to navigate life and you don't know that in your like teens and sometimes even your early twenties, right? Like you don't see that. You know what I mean? It's not to like, you get past that point that you like, oh, here's the, you understand that you can't, you can't do those things. You know what I mean? And you can't operate in that same, those same mental spaces that you did, you know, even if right, wrong or indifferent, right? Like, like you might be at work and somebody like, you know, does something really offensive to you. You can't, you can't be the violence is it's a no, it's, it's a non-point. You can't really do that. You know what I mean? You don't win. Nobody, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Yeah. You know, that's why my wife, my wife is like, she always says this all the time. She references because, yo, back in the day, I was wild, man. Like wild. I would, if somebody honked at me raw, I'd hop, I hop out the car at the stoplight. Like I was crazy. And now you could flip me off. You could do, throw something at me. Don't, I'm going to, I'm going to keep on driving. I'm never going to look at you. Because right. you know what? I know what the outcome is to that. Nobody wins, you know, nobody at all. And that, that's, that's, a, that's the thing too, that I try to impart into, into, you know, especially my older daughter, like, cause she's at an age where like, not every kid is nice. Right. And I'm just like, yo, even if people ain't nice, let them roll because it ain't gotta be you. They going to catch it from somebody else. It don't gotta be you. Right. Like you, I, I believe in you and I trust you and you can handle yourself. I know that. But it don't got to be, it's, you know, we always, we grew up and especially as men, I think we feel like it's got to be us, right? Like we got to teach that person a lesson, right? Like it's got, they disrespected me. I got to teach them a lesson. It's my job. I learned over time that it's not, man. You know, you, you, you hit the, you hit the joint, you know, for a minute, you got to, you got to sit down for a minute. And then you instantly realize that like, it ain't got to be you all the time. You know, I don't got to teach. No, I ain't got to be nobody's teacher. I need to be the student. You know what I'm saying? It's um so you you mentioned a few things that I just wanted to comment quickly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I run off sometimes. I apologize. No, no, no. no. It's all good. Um, and it's actually it's important stuff because like you said something earlier that I think a lot of us men are challenged to do, which is reach out for advice. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that we, as as men, 
we kind of feel like we got to be head of household and we got to run, like teach the lessons. We got to, you know, be the breadwinners only like all these different things that are stereotypical of, of a guy that we really don't need to only do or only yeah. be right. And so being able like that, you mentioned like you didn't have a, a, a positive point of reference or, you know, you use books to try to help gain knowledge and how to parent, bro, you, you're doing all the right things in my opinion, because you're, you have in the presence of mind to reach out to others when you know that you're lacking somewhere or you feel uneasy about something when it relates to you parenting is like the Holy grail in my opinion, because you're looking for different perspectives on a situation and they may all be different and not necessarily the right fit for your particular situation, but you have a frame of reference that then you can use to, to move in the direction you think is best. Yep. And I can speak from personal experience. I wasn't like that. I was the guy that was like, fuck that. I know, I know best, or I'm going to pretend like I do it. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And, and I, I ran into enough roadblocks where I, and then and when we started this podcast, I opened myself up and I was like, all right, humble myself. Let me be the student now. Yeah. And through just talking to these two dudes on this podcast, I've implemented so many things in my personal life that have yielded many benefits. Yeah. And I think I've been able to help them just at least consider different things as well. Right. So like that's always been the premise of the pod. And, and I, I know we're grateful that you listen and, if if at a very minimum, we never solve a single problem for anybody who listens, but we share our experiences and they can at least leave a, an episode saying, damn, yo, I've, I've been there. Yeah, I think I think we've we've done our job. And I think I think that's that's part of that's part of what the draw is to, to this to this pod, man, is is that. Men in general don't chop it up about important shit like this. Never. You know, you never sitting with the homies. So that's not that's not what it is, you know. And I feel like even even this right here, me saying things out loud has already like when I leave out from this conversation, I'm going to be decompressed over the next couple of hours. And like I'm going to like gems are going to be in me because of this conversation, because like sometimes saying shit out loud is 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 how you get the answer. Chopping it up with other people. And, and, and that's that's the draw. That's my draw to this pod. Right. Because I heard a bunch of dudes who were going through it. And they were helping each other solve problems. And in turn, I was getting problems solved, right? Because you all would drop gems and I'd be like, fuck, yeah, I, I, damn, I just, I forget what it was. But the last, the last throwback, it was that you all just did, right? Yeah. Like, that back to back. I dropped like two days ago, right? Yeah. I was listening to that. And I don't remember listening to it the first time, but I remember, I'm, but I started listening. And I was like, there was something in there that was said that I was like, damn, even then, that's why sometimes I re-listen. I don't re-listen to podcasts. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, <laughs> to be honest, even like the self-help ones, because most of the time, like, I just, I don't find like I can connect with what they're saying or with the people who are saying it, you know? And for me, that's a big draw. Like, that's a big deal for me. Like, like I need people who are like-minded, you know, I need people who are, and and that's not, not to say that I don't want other experiences or, or things, but I, I think for guys, especially guys like us, that we need to, we need to be able to talk about these things in a full, in a, in a platform like this, because nobody, we're not talking about it. Right. Like, imagine if we had imagine if you guys did this in your 20s right let's just say and and, and you guys were but you were this people in your 20s right imagine okay. the help that you could like I, I i send this to the younger homies i'm like yo i send your podcast to, i'm like yo i know you just had a kid yo pete these dudes like this shit's gonna fuck you up this but you're gonna get mad help from it trust me like because i really feel like if i would have had if i would have if there was something like this or even even like 
even like the OGs, even like the old, old homies, right? Like the knowledge that they pass down is not always in this format, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a different kind of knowledge at times, you know, and it's not like a, it's never as deep as you want it sometimes. Like there are times where I was like, I had a situation and I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't really know how to deal with this. And you know, some of those, some of those dudes back in the day, they would just, they give you the wrong information because they don't know how to, <laughs> they didn't know, you know what I mean? Like it was blind leading the blind. And, 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 and now, you know, we're in this age where like we have podcasts and, and we've got like people who are like, open about like men's mental health and like, you know, things like that, where like, you know, 20 years ago, that shit didn't exist, man. You know, people just struggle. People still now are just struggling in silence, you know, to some extent, but like, at least, at least that, like, like there are conversations like this happening, you know, I think that, I think that it's really, really important and not just for, not just for, for, you know, me or for you guys, but for the culture, right? Like, I mean, I mean, I feel like this caters a lot to hip hop culture and I, and I love that it does because I feel like, I feel like in hip hop culture that there's a lot of, a lot of that kind of depth lacking for us, you know? And yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of different focal points. And yeah. I, I think for us, like not, not having your foundation set and I look at the family as the foundation, yeah. whatever you build on top of it is going to be shaky at best, you know? So yep. you kind of have to take it back a step a little bit yeah that's that's a that's an interesting uh way to put it too because i i often think of of myself that way you know like what would have happened if you when you build a when you build a house on a shaky foundation right what do you got to do sometimes you got to tear that motherfucker down and restart right you got to you got to relay that concrete block and you got to start building again and sometimes that sometimes you might lay that concrete and it's slanted and the house is slanted so it's not perfect and shit happens and you got to tear down that part of the house and then rebuild that part. So that's, to me, that's, that's the analogy that I like to use for myself because I'm very, very imperfect, you know, but I'm also not afraid to like, I tear out that living room. You know what I mean? Like if I get new information, I'm, I'm a person who I really do pride myself on getting new information. Like I don't mind being wrong, you know, like, like tell me I'm wrong, you know, but when you tell me I'm wrong, like help me understand why I'm wrong and and what the right answer is. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And if you do that, then I can, I can tear that, I can tear that fucking living room out and I can build a nicer one, you know, and it'll be flat, it'll be, you know, level and good, you know, I think Always that's, work in progress. I think that's the gem, the ending gem right there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Sean, hey, man, yo, hey, we got to do more. We got I think we got to do more of these, Manny. Yeah. This was dope to have like a, a listener, like jump in and like share the experiences. Like, it's, like I, I always take something away from every episode. I took mad joints from, from having this combo. Yo, so, I appreciate y'all so much, man. For real. No, man. Love, love is mutual, bro. And and again, thank you for like, yo, being brave enough to even like share, right? Because yeah. like, a lot of this stuff is very personal, and you know, and fully respect people that don't want to, but we learn more from the people that are able to. And so, yeah. I think you your experiences are going to help other folks as well. I hope so, man. I hope. I, you know, that's that's the hope. If I, if I get if, if anything could come from anything that I I say for sure, like. I really hope I hope somebody hears and they're like, damn, I was like that, too. You know, maybe I had a similar maybe they got a similar experience and they had nobody to talk to. But like, I'm with it, man. I'm I'm always I'm down for that. I want to be I want to I want to help people. I want people to we all grow together. Right. Yeah. That's how 100%. it is. You know? So, Meg, you know, much appreciated. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys so much, man. Yeah, Best really. of luck in your journey, man. We'll definitely keep keep chatting on the DMs. Yeah. Or whatnot. For sure. For sure, man. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be your father to your child.